Hello everyone, welcome to the Chat with Cat podcast, where I, Cat, a writer and creator, talk about everything that goes on in my life and the world around me. Whether that be about mindset, lifestyles, goals and dreams, advice and tips, whatever it is, I'm sure I'll talk about it eventually. I even host guests to join in on my show in order to create a wider scope of ideas and topics. Follow this podcast and turn on the post notifications so you never miss an episode. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy today's Chat with Cat. Hi guys, welcome back to the Chat with Cat podcast. I'm really super excited for you guys to hear this episode. I've been wanting to do it for a really long time, but before I get into the episode, I just want to give you a brief overview of what we're going to be talking about. I sat down with Dorian and he is a business-based fitness guru slash business owner and he is located in Sacramento, California. He has his own business called Black Box Mobile Fitness, which is basically Um, He's a fitness coach, but he has all of his stuff in his, you know, his box and he goes to you. So basically he tailors to people from their house. So he kind of brings the gym to you, which I think is really, really awesome and exciting. And this episode is really for anybody who wants to become an entrepreneur, who has that mindset, who wants to create a business of their own, but kind of wants to get more advice or doesn't really know where to start or kind of needs some motivation and, you know, somebody, you know, telling their story so that they can see what to do what not to do and different things different avenues that they can go about so I'm really really excited for this episode and I will let Dorian explain and talk he gives some really good tips some really good information so I'm really really fortunate for him but let's just get right into the episode hi guys welcome back to the chat with cat podcast today I'm here with a very special guest all the way from California and um, he owns his own business, Black Box Mobile Fitness. I hope I said it right. Did I say it he right? did. Okay. Yeah, and, um, so he's all the way in Sacramento, and I will let him introduce himself. Dorian, take it away. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Thank you so much again, Kat, for having me. I'm super grateful. Um, one thing you know about me is I'm super authentic. I'm super transparent. So I'm hoping that I can give your audience you know, some really great value. Um, being a business owner, being an entrepreneur, um, someone that does fitness regularly, I'm just really, really grateful. I'm really super excited to be on the podcast. So I'm hoping that I can give your audience a lot of value. So thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for being on. Um, so like, I'm really curious because when I came across yeah. your Instagram, um, I saw like the business and I was like, this, this is such like a cool idea. Can you like explain it and kind of like why you decided to do this type of, you know, thing? Yeah, totally. So, you know, for just for, for some context, you know, I've been in fitness for a long time. Um, I was a student athlete at my university. Uh, fitness is something that I've always been a part of. And then, you know, I found CrossFit about a month before I graduated from university. And I was like, man, I I really want to make this a career. So, you know, for about three years of my life, I just strictly volunteered. I strictly coached for free. I mean, I went through like a lot to get to where I'm at right now. And in 2018, I found my very first full-time CrossFit um, opportunity where I was a full-time coach. Um, I learned everything. I learned sales. I learned how to run a gym. I learned how to run the operations. I learned how to be a better coach. I learned how to manage people. And uh, finally, you know, when when everything kind of happened, like the virus and everything like that, um, I was working seven days a week. I was hustling hard. I was doing pers- a lot of personal training, running a gym, coaching my classes, still kind of doing competitive fitness at the time, too. And I just really had to audit and, you know, self-audit myself and be like, hey, is this really sustainable? 
even though I was making really great money, I was doing really well for myself. It's all I ever wanted. It's what I prayed for. Um, I was like, man, there has to be a better opportunity for me or I need to kind of slow my life down. So, you know, I stopped in April 30th was my last day at the gym in 2020. I gave myself like a month to like kind of figure out what I wanted to do. And I was really kind of fascinated by at home fitness, obviously, because, you know, gyms were closed. There wasn't really a lot of things open. A lot of people were kind of struggling with, you know, how to exercise. And one thing that I really got from the gym was like, I think a lot of people are too reliant on trainers or too reliant on the gym. And they don't, a lot of people really don't have a lot of autonomy within their fitness autonomy, meaning they don't know how to exercise by themselves. They really don't know how to take, they take care of their, their nourishment, their lifestyle, how to manage stress. So that's something I'm really good at. So I was like, okay, well, how can I make this kind of cool? So, you know, I just thought of, you know, black box. I, my favorite color is black. Um, the trailer was, was, it looks like a box. So I call it black box. And I just started, you know, slowly accumulated um, fitness equipment at the time. And uh, I got the trailer. I was super nervous. I was like, man, this, am I really going to go into entrepreneurship by myself? Um, okay. I was nervous. I didn't know. I didn't know how, you know, if I was going to be successful, I was going to fail or whatever. That didn't really bother me, but I just didn't know. You know, it's one thing. It's one thing to like start something and you're like, you, you know, but this was like, I don't know. You know, even, I had a brand behind me, which is really cool. People knew me and know me in my community as, as someone that does fitness. So that was really cool. So nonetheless, I started Black Box and it's basically a trailer. I got I got a lot of equipment. I go to people's houses and I just deliver their fitness program in their garage or just a nice comfortable place for them to exercise. Everything is personalized for them. Um, we go through a consultation, go through some various fitness assessments. And then from there, I'm doing their program, doing program design. And I coach one-on-one, meaning myself and somebody else, or I coach couples. And then I've really found a niche and people that are really, really beginner in fitness and people that have like senior citizens that maybe have been doing fitness for a long time, but kind of still haven't figured it out, you know, meaning that they're still reliant on a gym. They still don't know what their place should look like. They still don't sleep very well. So like, I'm very much a holistic coach. And it's been really, really awesome being an entrepreneur. I had a really successful first year. My first year in business, I did uh, 88,000. So that's really good for someone that lives a very Uh-oh. basic, minimalist lifestyle. Um, when I started Black Box, I had about 30,000 saved up. So no debt, um, just living, like literally, I live a very basic, minimalist, um, frugal lifestyle. And it's really worked out to my benefit. Um, so like, it's been really, really cool. And I'm really excited to do um, how I'm going to do this year for year two. So um black box mobile fitness i just go to your house and i just deliver your fitness program in your garage yeah that's that's really cool i like that idea because i feel like i was talking to my sister yeah and i feel like a lot of people like they have like motivation but then it's like that extra push to like actually go drive to the gym versus like sure. coming to your house and like giving like you have all the equipment there of course so more it's like you're paying for convenience and basically too. and yeah. uh, i was listening to a podcast and a, like one of the like an entrepreneurial podcast and he was telling the one of the guys that he has on the host that a lot of businesses yeah. that tailor to like services will oh there will always be a need for that because a lot of people don't want to do their own thing or like don't want to like drive to the gym or make up workouts for themselves like you said 100%. there's really like not a lot of people that can do that on their own they need somebody to like guide them in a way yeah totally and you know what the word motivation is a word that gets thrown out a lot in fitness it's like if you need motivation to the to go to the gym or to exercise there's a that you have a problem that you need to solve it's 
it's maybe you don't have a good relationship with, with movement, right? Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, you were, you're, you were younger and your PE teacher was a sports coach. So all you thought movement was, was sports, sports specific, you know, or maybe um, you have an eating disorder, or maybe you don't know what nourishment looks like, or maybe like, you know, like there's just so many different things that co play along into someone's fitness journey, but um, motivation can only take you go, can only take you so far, you know, especially if you're talking about business and, and fitness, two very separate things. But um, I think you just need to establish good foundational principles. And that's just like moving every day, finding an exercise program that works best for you, finding an exercise program that you enjoy and that you have good intention behind. I think that will help you do fitness for a very long time and not and you won't need motivation to go to the gym or to move or to exercise. Does that make sense? Yeah, like totally. Um, I think, yeah, what you were saying, I feel like it's all true because it's crazy. But I was going to ask you, like, I know this is like your first year in marketing, but I mean, in like the business and stuff, but I was going to ask you, yeah. like, how would you like, how do you market your business and how do you, sure. like, and how did you like, I, I'm curious to know the pay, like the rate as well, like how you charge people too. Sure. So, I mean, marketing is really, I think marketing gets overcomplicated. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you have your phone, right? Your phone is a marketing tool already. So like mm-hmm. I literally just set up my tripod and I put my phone on um, and I just record. And then, you know, if I find clips that I like, I just chop them up and I post them on my Instagram, uh, post them on my Facebook business page, post them on LinkedIn. Like if you're really, really into business, LinkedIn is something that's really, really useful because people, when people are on LinkedIn, they're in a different mindset than they were on scrolling on Instagram. And right. the people that are on Instagram, they're in a different mindset than when scrolling on Facebook. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Facebook is very much long form. Instagram has gone like that too, but Instagram is more creative and more visual. And then LinkedIn, you're just like business content or like stuff like that, right? So like, yeah. um, it's really simple, honestly. Like I post, I post Monday through Thursday in various forms. And um, I'm more, I, I position myself as more educational. So I like to educate my audience. I'm not really a funny person. I do have a funny personality, but like, I, I'm, that's not, that's not what I want to come across. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to pr- come across as more authentic, more um, motivational, more educational. So I post that type of content. Mm-hmm. Um, so the people that follow me that come to my page, they're looking for actual practical things that they can utilize for themselves to help them on their fitness and business journey. So mm-hmm. that's just the way that I could do it. But yeah, you could run paid ads. You could do all that stuff, but it's really simple. I mean, you have a phone, record yourself, record selfie mode, record yourself doing exercising or mm-hmm. exercising, um, record yourself. For me, I record myself, you know, coaching my members. I do like what I like, I record nourishment. I do all that stuff. Um, my podcast, um, my consultations, I just do different various forms because Marketing is also a timing thing, meaning that you could post a really, really cool piece of content, but if nobody's on our honor active, then you just lost the, all that. You need, then you just kind of just lost all those things. Does that make sense? Right, so like yeah. you have to, con- like, if you want to market your business, you have to continuously keep posting content, um, kind of similar, but also different because different people are online at different times. So yeah. like, if you want to get your business out there, you want to get your brand out there, you just have to keep continuously pushing, you know, content, unless you just like, you unless you have, unless you just, you know, grow it to a bigger brand where it just kind of runs itself. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm not that big. I'm a small Sacramento community, very organic, very word to mouth. I don't have a website. Um, it's very just basically organic word of mouth. And, but I've been successful because 
Um, I am a one person team and I do everything. I do all my blogs. I do all my content. I do everything. And I like it that way. Um, and I'm just, I'm just continuously posting in yeah. stories, um, on my feed. Um, I'm not very, I don't really care so much about the quality of the, of like how I look or whatever. I just post it and I just let the market dictate, tell me if I'm doing a good job or not. I, and I think marketing too, it's like, um, like what you were saying, consistency, like being consistent. Cause I yeah. feel like people are more likely to follow somebody who's constantly posting maybe like twice sure. a week or like once a week, because I feel like even when I follow somebody, yeah, well, I want to like, obviously I'm following them for their content. So like, if they're not posting, why would I follow them? Like, 100%. I think I saw one page. It was a, I want to say a beauty brand, but they hadn't, okay. posted, they hadn't posted in like a month or two. And I was like, Oh, yeah. well, you know, but I don't know. Like, I, I think and sometimes yeah, sometimes posting like somebody like if you're self-employed or maybe you like if you have a hell of employees, like you could be just really focused on customer service and you're not really focusing on posting. That's cool. Right. That, that you know, it doesn't doesn't it's 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 all up to the person and what they can handle. Right. right. For me, I've tried, you know, posting seven days a week. I've tried posting six, five. And now I like posting Monday through Thursday and then maybe being a little bit more active on my stories Friday through Sunday. But um, posting on my feed Monday through Thursday for sure, three times a day. Um, carousels, video form, um, picture form, hundred percent. It's it's all kind of dictated on who you are as a person and like what you want to come out of your brand. Do you want to have more content? Do you want to do more service? Do you want to have more time to allocate to your podcast? Like, it's 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 all kind of up to the person. But yeah, you're right. Like, I would like to follow someone that posts most or that that posts more often. For me. I engage more people through their feed than I do stories because yeah. everyone posts on their stories. And that's just like, takes up a lot of time for me to look through everyone's stories, and see what they're doing. Right. So yeah. I'm definitely much more engaging when someone posts on their feed and I respect it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Social media is like mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of work. And I feel 100%. like people don't understand that or they're like, yeah. no, like it's, it's underrated. Totally. But I think too, sometimes people overthink it and they're like, do I look good? Like, does my hair look good? Like, um, is my skin glowing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think stuff like that. I think, I think depending on who you are as a person, right? Like if you're a fashion brand, obviously that might, that might play a role more, right. but like, you know, it depends on who you are, what, what you're doing. Right. For me, I really don't care. Like, I just want to get my stuff out there yeah. because, it's more because I'm running a business, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think for me, it plays a, a role. It plays a favorable because I'm authentic and people know that about me. So like in real time, in real life, when I do post, I think it gets more, it gets more engagement because it's people know me as being really authentic and transparent. So like, I'm not really care about how, how good I look or whatever. Like I'm just consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And like going back to the black box, like sure. did you have an idea of like how you would set up like consultations or like how like the business would work like yeah totally like the structure of it you know yeah sure so running a gym i mean i learned everything i learned how to do consultations i learned the things that i need to be asking um i learned you know how to solve a problem that's really big if you're in a service-based business right because if you have a candle brand right it's the same thing it's the same candle right like that's only going to go so far so like what problem are you actually solving in a business I think that will really help your business get to where you want to be. Right. Because if you're solving a problem and there's a need for something, then you're going to, you're going to do really well. Right. If you're just mimicking another brand and you're just like have different colors 
and you're doing different storytelling, yeah, that might take you so far. But uh, solving a problem is really, really important if you're interested in starting a business. But yeah, I learned everything, call station, sales. I learned how to structure it. Um, I learned, um, you know, how my time could be best allocated. So like, I already had a really, really great idea. It wasn't up, up until I was like fully up and running till like, you know, I had a full business within a week and three days of me starting my actual starting black box on October 21st of 2020. It took me a week and three days to be fully smashed. Like I have a full schedule and that was really, really awesome. I also learned how much I could handle and how much I couldn't handle. So like, um, you kind of learn as you go too. you know, when, when you're an entrepreneur and you're running your own, your own thing, like you're, 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 you're learning and you're evolving as you're going. So, you know, when I first started, I was posting seven days a week and then I got to like six, like month, seventh, eighth. I was like, man, this is actually not sustainable for me. I need to like cut back. Yeah. So like that's when I started posting six days and then it went to five and now four is a good sweet spot for me. And then I had like 10 members. I was like, holy shit, like I'm making a lot of money, but now my time is compromised with other things. So like now I'm going to go to nine and then eight and then, you know, increase my rates, like stuff like that. So like you kind of just learn as you evolve and mm -hmm. as you grow and as you just, you know, keep learning within your business. And, you know, luckily I had a really, really great foundation starting black box. So if I didn't, it would be much, it would have been much harder, but, um, luckily it all worked out. And I had my, I was like, really, like, I have a really good workflow now. And it took about, you know, like three to six months to like, actually like figure out what was good right. for me time-wise and what wasn't. Mm -hmm. So are you active like during the week or is it also the weekend? Like how I usually work, I usually work Monday through Thursday and I'm off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm like doing more marketing. Um, I might be DMing people. Um, I might be doing program design, getting ready for the week after. I might be trying to do some more, you know, consultations to recruit more people. Uh, I'm recruiting more people to my email list, like stuff like that. That way that if I lose a member, I could, you know, I have a wait list and I could reach, you know, contact somebody else to fill their spot. So it's constantly going, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, it's 24 um, seven right. for the most part. Right. Um, so for me, yeah, yeah. Having a so solid workflow, being consistent, um, you're kind of always, I'm always taking calls, you know, like stuff like that. So like, yeah, I'm constantly going, but it's cool. As I like it, it's something that I'm really passionate about. It's something that's fulfilling for me. Um, I don't see it as work. I just see it as something that I'm good at, something that I've been gifted with. And I'm just, I'm just hustling. I'm doing my thing. I love that. Oh my God. Um, and I feel like, I think of like what you said, you were working, you're working 24 seven, not like maybe yeah. not like not every hour not of the day you, not with your like clients but physically or like in a different sense you are like working towards the business like you are yeah. always doing something for your business and I think for a sure. lot of people they think that oh when I'm an entrepreneur like I can just like not work another day in my don't life don't work like that and it's like no I don't think that's how it works but because uh, as an entrepreneur people entrepreneurs tend to be a lot like very creative people and they tend to like, they like, they, they tend to like want to do different things. I'm very much like that. Like, I'm not an expert. I'm just really good at a lot of things. I love doing podcasts. I love doing content. You know, I love networking with people. I love going to the farmer's market and talking to people. Like yeah. I'm very much a very people person. So I just want to talk to everyone and get to know who they are. And if it can lead to business, great. If not, then we could just, you know, we're friends. So like, it's all about like allocating your time and who you are, but what you want to happen. Like if someone is really money motivated, then they're going to try and get, you know, they're going to try and perform as much service as they can. Right. For me, this is just a lifestyle business. Yes. I did a lot of, I, I made a lot of money last year 
and it was and it really worked in my favor but like i'm doing like right now i'm i'm i want to have more of a work balanced lifestyle because that's what's important to me you know what i mean uh, mm-hmm. i could want to work more great i could do more time to podcast but something that, that that's that for me is having a because i do exercise six days a week i you know i still do crossfit like i do all that stuff and it's important for me to have my time too not yeah. just fully working i'm in a relationship i got a dog you know i got other obligations too so like you know like it's just all about like having a balance with everything mm-hmm. no yeah what's your sign uh aries uh, okay cool well, yeah 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 april 18th i was born april 18th oh that's cool uh-huh um what can you tell me about aries you know do you know anything about aries because i feel like you know horoscopes <laughs> are funny you know um well, I mean, like you want me to tell you like something bad or good because i feel Whatever, like i don't care oh uh, well i'm just saying aries like to me they're they're nice they're it's a fire sign so they're like like what you said they're like a social they're a social person like they um they're like animated like you know like it's just since you're a fiery energy i feel like your energy is like known when you go into a room it's like you have good energy but then like aries are known for like being impulsive okay i'm definitely not like that (laughs) like that's what they say or like at least like sometimes like they have like a temper but not that like they can manage it but sometimes they like you know but that's just it it's teach their own like it's not like specifically like yeah you're like this but it's funny that but um horoscopes are funny 100 i I am like far from impulsive far from spontaneous like i'm very much structured i like i like i like i i won't like yeah i'm not like much of a traveler like i'm very like very like yeah yeah i'm like very like in my ways i love my structure um i like knowing what i'm doing every hour of the day kind of like i'm that type of person yeah you sound like a virgo that's why i asked you but (laughs) um, anyways i was i was gonna ask you because you were talking about how you were so successful in the first year of your business yeah I was just curious, like how you like charge people like, yeah, sure. So I have, you know, various, um, I have a, I, you know, I have a nourishment program, which is program design and I do food. Um, obviously my main service is mobile personal fitness, where I go to someone's house and I deliver their fitness program. I have a six, 12 and 18 week program, anywhere between $2,000 to 4,000 to 6,000 for two, for six, 12 and 18 weeks. That's me going over to their house and how I calculated that, that was just by like median income in Sacramento and how much personal trainers usually charge at a gym. And Mm -hmm. I just, I was at at market or just slightly above because I'm going to someone's house. Um, Obviously it's premium. It's boutique. Um, I'm solving their problem by them not even leaving their house. They can use their own amenities. They have their own kids there, or they could be around their children. They could be around their pets. Um, And now I am going to their house. So obviously fuel is really expensive like miles, all that stuff. So like you have to take that into consideration, but you can't just throw out a random number and throw out and and like charge people that, right? Like you have to know what your value is. Value is subjective, I think. So like, you know, you can have all these certifications, but like people aren't paying for certifications. Like they're paying for you to solve a problem. You know what I mean? And what what is the problem that you're solving? And for me, I'm solving the problem by actually going to someone's house and they don't have to leave. So- You know, if, if someone's really scared to get sick, um, my equipment's rarely, t- rarely touched as opposed to going to a gym where the equipment's constantly being touched, you know, yeah. all that stuff. So, like that's also big too. And then people, people sometimes are shy. Um, they, they could be very um, self-conscious about how they look and, you know, being in a physical setting. 
So now that eliminates that, um, the motivation part, well, I mean, now I'm going to you. So like, you know, what time we're going to meet up. So like, yeah, I'm just solving those kind of different problems. Um, it allows me to charge what I can charge. And, um, it, the market has told me that I'm doing, I'm appropriately charged or I, I have an appropriate rate rate because I'm constantly full. So like, yeah, it's just, um, you just, like I said, you're just kind of learning and evolving in your business. If you're not getting, if you know, one's paying for your services and you might be overcharging, right? right. If, mm-hmm. if, if you're getting a lot of business, right. Then you might be undercharging. So like, it's just kind of like, you know, you're just learning, evolve, and, and that's just how you learn. Okay. Thank you. Um, of course. I was going to say, I was going to ask another question, um, that I really wanted to know, but yeah. like, what advice would you give to somebody who wants to start their own business? Or like, what do you think would be like the most, maybe like the most, like three important things that they should do, or they should start doing right now so that totally. when they want to start it, like they can. For sure. I would say like, you know, audit, audit, like, what are you good at? What do you like to do? Right. If it's makeup, cool. If it's vlogging, cool. If it's like, if it's fitness, great. And, you know, go learn from someone, um, do it for free. Right. Cause a lot of free work, that's how I kind of got in, you know, doesn't, you know, a lot, a lot of free work allows you to like learn and, and like, then you can kind of make your own mindset on like when, when you start your own brand, like how you want to do fitness or how you want to do makeup. Right. Um, so yeah, just learning from various people, researching through, you know, YouTube, LinkedIn, you know, following other professionals in the area that you're interested in. I think that's really important and being practical about it too. Like, um, you know, going and hang out with these people, you know, ask them for advice. I think that's really, really important. Um, also like auditing your, your kind of like life or in, in the moment that you're in, because, you know, like a lot of people want to be entrepreneur, but they are uh, entrepreneurs, but they're not really good with their money. Right. So like, yeah, they could be entrepreneurs and they want to start a business, but if you're spending your money a lot, you have a high cost of living lifestyle. It, you're, you're just gonna have to build that bigger of a business because you're spending your money a lot on eating out on fashion, on, you know, looking good on presenting yourself as someone that's successful. Right. When you're really not making a lot of money, like that's, that can also be something that's like, dude, you're just, your, your, your cost of living is so expensive that you can't build a business because you're spending so much money every month, you know? Right. So like, so like also auditing your money too, that's super having financial literacy. That's really, really important. That's something that's favored a lot in my life. I mean, I need $2,000 a month for me to live. And I make a lot more than that. So like I'm putting money in my savings every month because I have a really low cost of living because I'm really good with my money. Right. So also like, you know, having good financial literacy, that's really important. And then I would say number three is like um, just having fun, like, you know, learning, evolving, um, because at 21, 22, 23, you might have a different mindset than when you're 27, 28, 29, you know? So like, you know, being adaptable, and taking in whatever is going on in your life at the time as something positive. Um, I think that's also really important. Having a positive mindset, um, having an abundance mindset is really important. So having those kind of things um, as opposed to like, what can I do for someone else or what can I do for the service or my brand instead of like, what can I do for me? That's also really important too. If you in business, if you're solely looking for the transaction, then there's going to be a high likelihood that you're going to fail. So like, you know, it's about being a people person, right? And not coming off as someone that's salesy or someone that just wants to like, you know, do a lot of business. I think if you right. focus on the person and the end consumer and focus on giving value, I think you will get that times times two um, when it comes to closing the deal, when it comes to, you know, having a business trans or a business relationship too. 
I think that will, those are like three things that I would, you know, give a entrepreneur for advice. You know, it's hard. Entrepreneurship is really hard. You know, right. um, if you really want to build a business, you want to do it right. It's a lot, it's a lot of sacrifice. Um, but in the end, it's all worth it. If, um, if, if that's something that's your intention, that's something that's your goal. Right. Well, I like that answer. Cause I feel Thanks. like, it was, I feel like it's such a hard like way to explain because it's like, there's so many different parts in oh, yeah. advice, but I think that was really, I think that was a well-rounded like answer. Thanks. I appreciate, you know, yeah, like entrepreneurship, man, it's so hard. And, you know, like as someone that's self-employed, you're dealing with customers, you're dealing with members. Um, most of my work is actually when I'm not with someone, I'm doing a lot of program design. I'm checking in, making sure they're doing okay. I'm checking their food log. Uh, I'm seeing how they're, they're sleeping. I'm seeing, you know, managing their stress levels. Like I'm working, I'm actually working for someone else. You know what I mean? So like, right. it's a lot of stuff to do as a fitness person, um, on the back end. But like, if it's something that you like to do, I mean, that's, that's, that's it, you know, and you know, finances, you know, making sure you're keeping track of your income and your expenses, um, doing the things that you need to do so that way you don't get audited by the IRS. Like, oh, there's so much things that, that play a role into entrepreneurship and self-employment. And if you run a team, it's that much harder because now you're, now you're working for your employees, right? Like you want to make sure that they have a sustainable way of living, that they like what they do, um, that you're not constantly getting rid of employees because you have to fill those spots. Like it's just so much entrepreneurship and it could be easy to just go get a job. Right. But like, as entrepreneurs, you know, we like to dictate our schedules. We like to dictate our freedom. And for me, I really love fitness and it's the way that I have to coach people. So um, I'm glad that I have black box and it gives me a nice comfortable place or a comfortable um, income that I can live on. Right. Yeah. Well, you were talking yeah. to me about getting like, whenever you do start your business, like how to like go through like your LLC, is that what it's called? Like to get your, yeah. you know, how did you go about doing all of that? Uh, so basically, you know, if you want to start a business, you want it to be legit, you want to get an EIN number, you're going to do what's, you're going to have to, you know, start what's called a, a fictitious business statement, right? So for me, if I'm doing business as black box, um, I need to go get that approved by the county, right? So my name is black box. Obviously I'm doing business as uh, black box, but my name is Dorian Yvonne Medina because I am a sole proprietor. So my entity is under a sole proprietorship. So it's really inexpensive to go do that. And then once that gets approved, then you go get a business license. And now you can go be legit and you're actually doing, you're actually, you know, you're, um, you're registered with the city. You're registered with the County as an actual business. And I'm in California. That's like around 250 bucks, um, to get a business license and to have a fictitious business statement. Um, and the, the barrier to entry is really low to be a sub proprietor. But if you're watching this and you're like, Oh yeah, that sounds great. If you're self-employed, you're going to get a 50%, uh, you get fit, you get taxed 15% if you're self-employed in California. Plus state taxes, plus plus federal. So like you're getting taxed okay. more than LLC and and all these other things. So like mm-hmm. yeah, but like it's a it's a really easy barrier to entry. You know what I mean? And one thing, if you're business, if you're a sole proprietor, um, and you ever get into a situation where you can possibly get sued or you're in a lawsuit, um, they can take away your personal assets because you're not you don't have you're not protected, right? Okay. So like having insurance is important. And that's why converting to LLC, it gives you a little bit um, more freedom or more safety because now you're separating your assets from the actual business. So that's some game for people that are looking to start their own business. So just be wary, do your research. Um, obviously you're in Texas, so the laws are probably different. So just, you know, be careful. And, but like I said, being a sole proprietor is a really easy, um, simple barrier to entry. 
Right. Okay. That's, that's yeah. interesting. Cause I didn't, I was like, cause I mean, I want to start my own women's gym, like in the future. Sure. Like, and I just yeah. I feel like I want to connect with more people who like own their gym or own some type of fitness, like business. So that, I, sure. you know, yeah, yeah. hundred percent though. And you know, like for me, I didn't want to start a gym because I can't deal with the stress of like having to pay rent every month. Mm-hmm. Like that's just not how I function. That's not how I want to work. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, I could probably scale and make more money, but having that stress, like for me running a team too, having multiple employees, right. um, having the rent, like that's just not something that I can deal with. So mm-hmm. like, that's why I wanted to do the mobile thing and have no overhead. And yeah. now I can control, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just makes sense for how I live, how I live my lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, having a physical never... location, oh, having a physical, no, you're having a physical location would be sick. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's just not the way I want to do biz. Yeah, I agree. So you'll never like, you don't think in the future you'll ever like expand, like to like maybe hire one or two trainers. No. Um, you know what? I'm not sure right now. Um, this is a buffer for me, for mm-hmm. me to get into real estate. So for me, um, I got a hundred, like 10 G saved up right now. I got no debt. Um, I got a pretty good amount of money saved up. I want to buy an apartment complex, um, owner occupant load where I'm living in one unit, renting out the other units. Now I'm killing my rent and then I'm saving up my money and then doing that same thing on a, on a threeplex and then a duplex. And hopefully I could build my own little tiny home, have some land and then have no mortgage and still have some assets. So that's my plan. Yeah, that's my plan. Uh, It's something that I think I can achieve within the next five to six years. I'll be 34, 35. So like, yeah, I mean, I think that's something that I can do. And um, that's why I'm, um, I'm doing my thing. And then once I have my own house, now I could do the garage gym, have people come over and I can still have my mobile unit. So that'll be pretty I've always wanted to have my own like home gym. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's I mean, I love it. It's so if you're really autonomous and you know what you're doing and you're having fun and you have a good uh, program that you like to utilize. I love being at home. I love um, work, exercising at my house. It saves so much time. I don't have to drive anywhere. I don't have to deal with traffic. Yeah. And as an entrepreneur, time is your biggest asset. So I love exercising at home and I get great quality training. Yeah, that's really good. I think that's like yeah I would that's why I always like envision myself never having like a nine to five and never like yeah never catch my attention I've always wanted to like physically do something like for for, sure do something that I'm passionate about whether that's like like, writing or amazing I don't know like blogging I love I don't know I just love content creation I love like pictures and stuff so I feel like and I feel like anybody like can be an entrepreneur but it's like they have to like be willing to like you know put in the work and do what it sure. takes you know 100 and like you said entrepreneurship is 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 there's so many different facets to it there's entrepreneurship where you could be working for someone but you have in- entrepreneurial tendencies right that's another form of entrepreneurship you know mm-hmm. having a nine to five or having a job doesn't make you any less successful than someone yeah. that's entrepreneur, right it's just all about your choice and what you like how you like to live how you like to earn your wages um, who you are as a person that plays a big role, but yeah, I think someone, everyone in the world has, I think has some form of entrepreneurship in them. Um, I think they just have to figure out what that is for them, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. Is there anything else you want to like add or like, maybe I missed something that you can still like talk about. Cause I feel like, you know, or no. Yeah, no, totally. I, um, I think I've covered everything. Everything that you asked me has been really, really in depth and really, um, straight to the point. And I just, you know, hopefully your audience got some value out of this. Um, if you're starting a business, you know, just, you know, do your research, obviously find something that you really enjoy doing that you're, you know, passionate about or that you really enjoy. 
um, save your money, dude. Like stop spending money on dumb shit. That's really important. Um, audit who you are as a person and, you know, grow, evolve, um, have an abundance mindset, talk to people, people, the world revolves around people, dude. So like, if you're trying to do business with other people, like you need to learn social skills, you need to learn how to communicate with people. That's also really important. Right. And obviously if you're in a relationship, I mean, you know, communication is important. Um, you know, and, and do, and, you know, you, you live one life, man. So like, you know, do things that make you happy. Um, do things that, that you enjoy doing, um, right. try your best to be as happy as you can and be positive. And I think if you do all those things, eat well, move, man, um, drink water, get some sunlight, sleep well. I mean, those are really simple things that you could be doing to have a healthier life. And if you do all those things, I think you'll be successful. Right. Thank you so much, Dorian. And um, I will I will put everything like all your social media, all your things in the bottom Thank of the you. podcast so that people can find you. Or I know it's Dallas based, but I'm sure like we have sure. connections in California. Like it's not that far 100%. away. Yeah, 100 yeah. percent. The world's always small as, as the exactly. world as well as, well as the biggest. It's always small. Uh, I'm sure we have some mutual friends somewhere. <laughs> right, somewhere, yeah. But thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was really like a pleasure talking to you. Um, so I hope you have like a great day. And thank you again, because I'm sure like the listeners would like love this. So thank you. I- I'm, I'm really grateful. Thank you so much for the opportunity for having me on your podcast. If there's anyone that's listening and you resonate with this message or you resonate with our conversation and you want to hit me up, just please hit me up at BLK Box Mobile Fitness. Um, I have a podcast. I have a YouTube channel. I'm on really active on Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram. So I'm super authentic, super transparent. So you can ask me anything. Send me a message. I'd love to talk to you. Okay. Thank you so much. And again, I'll link it all down below. Thanks so much. Bye guys. See you later. See ya. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. If you liked it, please feel free to leave a review down below and be sure to share it with your friends, family, or anyone you think who might enjoy it. Don't forget to also follow underscore chat with Kat on Instagram to stay informed on the latest podcast topics and join in on polls. Thank you so much for supporting me and have a great day. Bye.